0: Der MVP Kaffeeklatsch
1: So, welcome to Ignite 2019 Next MVP coffee party recording. So welcome, dear attendees, and welcome our co-host Hans Brender. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so my voice is not so good, therefore I have to it's say voice hello. a little bit deeper. Oh, say hello. 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 And <laughs> I'm very, very welcome our two guests. It's at first Laurie Pottheimer.
2: Yes. Thanks for having me.
1: Hello, and it's Nick Smith. Say.
3: Yes, yes, Hello. Nick Smith. It's a little bit easier to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, sometimes it's always easy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so for you, we are sitting in a, in a cabin uh, with a view on the on one of the ignite stages in the community area. Um, people walking outside around our podcast, and uh, yeah, let's start. We will talk about Microsoft Teams, or?
0: Sure, I think so. Sure.
1: But not only, huh? Not only. So.
0: Sometimes about the, 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 the Ignite uh, completely, they do it different this year. And that is okay. Uh, now we have five cabins. Last year we have only four. That was 130 podcasts will be recorded here. Oh,
2: that's amazing. That's amazing, wow.
0: yeah. But if you look outside, uh, we see the, that we have last year have Uh, They have to say no. Only here inside. But anyway, it's okay.
1: So at first, we want to that you introduce yourself, and in this introduction, you can order a coffee, and we (laughs) order the coffee. But but we are sitting in the coffee. Oh, this is perfect. This is right. (laughs) Yeah, this is my speed. What we need. I like it. Yeah. So, Laurie.
2: All right. My name is Laurie Popmeyer. I'm the community lead for Microsoft Teams, and it's my job to build connections between our engineering team and the community at large. So that's you know, comprised of the Microsoft tech community and our user groups that are out there worldwide, and of course our MVPs, like the two of you.
1: Thank you very much.
3: Welcome, Nick. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, my name is Nick Smith. Uh, I am part of the Microsoft Teams engineering team uh, that is very specifically focused on the education vertical. Um, And so, while I sit in the engineering team, I work with our education customers worldwide to help them realize the opportunity that Teams offers, both from the same ways an enterprise would use Teams, uh, how it can be used with students, how it can be used in an educational environment. Uh, And then I also have the unique um, uh, pleasure of being able to get feedback from them and find out how we can better adapt Teams to be used in those educational environments. Uh, and, and really advocate on their behalf.
1: So a lot of our attendees will be very happy. We have, <laughs> we have, we have some teachers, for example, uh, they're using the OneNote Classbook with Teams and uh, try to use it in every classroom and all of this.
3: So Fantastic. Ve-
1: very welcome.
3: <laughs> Those are the <laughs> exact type of people that I yeah. want to hear from and yeah. I want to I help because yeah. yeah. our job is to make them successful. Yeah.
0: So we have in Germany a little bit problems. My daughter is a teacher. And uh, for the little ones, the first ones. And GDPR rules always have to be implemented. In Germany, it's a little bit of horror.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And, yeah. How, how long, oh, or how often, Laurie, were uh, you at Ignite?
2: How long this time? This no, tribe? no, this,
0: this year is okay. That's the first time? No. Or the...
2: This is not my first Ignite. Uh, I Let's see, I... What, we had this two years in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Or is this third yeah. year in Florida? I Three years
0: in, 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 in Orlando, yeah. So, it
2: was third year in Orlando, and before that, we had Atlanta. Yeah. And then before that, we were doing Link Conference, right? Oh, uh, we had Chicago. Oh, we had yeah,
3: Chicago. Yeah, and Chicago. See,
2: Chicago, that was a good one. That yeah. was a really good but one. I, that was I, super
3: I, fun. Actually, it's ironic that you have Lori and I here because uh, Laurie and I go all the way back through the Ignites and through the previous Link Conferences. And we actually had quite a few sessions together at the original link conference. Talking about some yeah. adoption material we had. So. We
2: did. Yeah, we we found a gap in, in our resources, and we built something called uh, the, the, what, what, what do we call pilot it Pilot Success Kit, the, the yeah, PSK. The, it was for Link, Link yes. Pilot Success Kit. Good name. And making sure that people were running pilots. So, yeah, we, we worked together off and on in different ways, but, yeah, always within the same team here.
0: Do you find anything different from last year?
2: At Ignite? Yeah. Well, you know, my feet just always hurt. (laughs) This is a, you know, there's lots of walking here at Ignite. Um, You know, they've really built out the humans of IT. They call it humans of IT now, or they're doing a lot of the diversity and inclusion sessions. And um, it's really neat to see how big a part of Ignite that's become. And I had never attended any of the unconference sessions I don't know, uh, you know, if those are different. If there's as many or more than in the past, but I attended a couple of those. I actually participated in, in one, and that was really neat. I like the engagement, you know, the back and forth mm-hmm. engagement, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting to learn from other people, not just sit and listen to one person present, which, of course, is always good in its own way too, right? And getting information, but it's it's kind of nice as unconference sessions and hearing from other people too. I have one. <laughs> Did you? I'm,
1: I'm leaving yeah. one. Yeah, with. It was breaking the silos, so uh, talking all about the communication tools in the companies, breaking silos in communication and knowledge management and it was very funny. It was nine a m in the morning after all of the parties in the evening and, oh, no. uh, and it worked there are around thirty people, and they discussed very good and they have good ideas they, for example moonshot ideas for example to to use uh, if the people come in the, every morning to to their job and, they arrived at the train station and go to their um, yeah to their workplace and uh, to use this time, this free time for example, to bring their, them with buses from train station to their job and uh, make one-to-one connections and here's Teams, how to use Teams, let's connect your Teams, um, like this, and one of the companies said, yeah, it works. And, um, this was very, very interesting. Um, so. Ignite conference is more active, you have to do more, you, you can participate more, it's not only hearing sessions, um, go in, hearing sessions and go out, so...
0: So sometimes it depends, I have a first time user, first time Ignite, user, and he says, oh I want to have all the sessions and the calendar is full and so on, mm-hmm. and then it depends if you were here mm-hmm. next year. Do it a little bit more socializing, community, and all this stuff, network, engage, and so it, that's the, the, the thing we have seen more and more.
1: How long do you need for preparation, for preparing for Ignite? Yeah, that's, that's one of the questions we get from our from our attendees. That okay, six months, or they they don't know it. So
3: yeah. oh, I. I yeah. I, I, well, actually, I, I do want to respond to the first question yeah. real quick, which is I, I much prefer Ignite in Orlando in November <coughs> yeah. rather than uh, September. No, in which too. Holy Absolutely. cow, it would be so hot and humid walking between buildings. So it's been very nice having a more temperate client, uh, climate as we're walking in between. Uh, but going back to how long does it take to prepare for Ignite, I think the answer to that really depends on who your role is and what you're working on. Um, certainly um In sessions in which you're talking to something that you talk to customers about all the time, preparation doesn't take as long. you still need to go through and, and make sure that you're prepared, everything else. I would say probably you know it's, it's a month worth of going you can, meetings making sure that you have all the different things that's aligned with messaging that you're having the appropriate reviews, you have people looking at your decks. If there are actual product announcements that you're making, um, it's so much kind of additional into that of okay um you know what are we going to say what are we going to demo um just even leading up to the event of okay is this still the plan any adjustments that we need to have and just the sheer number of of reviews and approvals that you that you need to get to make sure that you're accurately representing uh uh, what is coming out and when it's coming out because Mm -hmm. it's it's Mm -hmm. it's there's so many people that have uh great you said it's coming out later this year does that mean next week or does it mean December or right that was the old problem that would be fixed <laughs> exactly so uh, it, it, there is lots of involvement but it's because we want to make sure that we're delivering a good message that we're delivering valuable content and um, uh, and that it is a message that resonates with everyone
2: yeah and a consistent message too you know so we're all on the same page saying the same thing and making sure that everybody understands and we have answers but you know the ignite team itself i they probably will start planning next year's ignite next week <laughs> they get home. Uh, it's a, amazing to think of the coordination you know i was thinking of my little sliver of things that i have um going on here and, and you know as busy as i am and exhausted as you can get by the end of the day and um you know there's so many of us here doing that same thing you know it's just a mat it's Crazy to imagine the number of hours that probably go into making this event happen. Mm-hmm. I think my my preparation is a little bit different because I'm not having to prepare decks. Um, you know, the sessions I did were more uh, did a workshop adoption, so that's just kind of pop in and share knowledge, which was great. And then I did an unconference session on using 0365 tools for people with ADHD, and that was really fun, and I learned a lot from everybody there. And then. Um, you know, all my work is is community driven, and so there's just lots of running around and coordination on booth duty and uh, different events and and um, opportunities to meet one another, and so. Uh,
3: so. How far in advance do you have to book the venue for the? Uh For the VIP MVP party. Oh, the VIP party.
2: (laughs) Well, as soon as they announce where we will have Ignite next year, which I don't believe they have, have they? I don't Hmm. know if it's assumed it's here again. Or as soon as we have a time and place, we'll probably book it. But, you know, they they do a great job there at Bar Louie and... They'll, yeah. they'll have us back, I think.
0: Sometimes I think uh, complete Orlando is always doing this stuff and, and, and uh. waiting although for your oh, cause yeah. and everything. It, yeah, it's it's difficult. And after five six years here, uh, not only ignite uh, and the WPC in the old days, or right. now they have the Inspiron, and that's the same situation. And it's not so easy to find such. Location with so many rooms, different rooms.
2: Oh yeah, it's trying not so to schedule easy. space here yeah. is insane. Just that try you know, we have some some rooms booked over at one of the hotels here nearby where we're holding feedback sessions and customer meetings and things, and it's it's like. Uh, to get one of those rooms is a big deal because space is definitely at a premium. Yeah.
1: And and the, uh, it's a long way between Rosen Center and Rosen Plaza. Yeah. Make sure you they, don't confuse
3: the two. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's, that's a to- two hotels near the conference, like the Hyde Regency, and in these hotels are yeah. a lot of meeting rooms. And at all opposite all this. And, ends. And yeah. I have to run it today three times, so... Oh. it's enough.
2: <laughs> yeah. For a day. You know some people wear the fitbits or different yeah. step counters and uh, 16,000 steps. Is yes. it really? 16,000. Well, we have a community booth here for the Microsoft right. Teams community <laughs> events mm-hmm. and it's at the opposite end as the Microsoft Teams product booth. So going between those yeah. even is just a, yeah. a it's a track.
3: Yeah. That's a track. Right. I think I'm going to start a lime business and just put scooters at yes. the next event. <laughs> yes, have you seen those, the scooters
2: yeah. that you jump on? Mm-hmm. And yeah, those are great. But not allowed in the rooms. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> well, yeah. so, so, roller skates. Yeah.
1: Roller Next skates. question. Uh, I ba- yeah, no, back to then. one question. Yeah, for our attendees, we a little bit prepared because we ask our community send us questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we use Microsoft Forms. That's right. Sure. Uh, and we said, okay, send us questions, question. What you want to know? What do we want to discuss? Or uh, what's, what's the issues or challenges you have. Um, yeah, we, we got a lot of, so we, we yeah. can't answer everyone. Okay. Mixed, yes, uh, it's, it's not impossible. But I think we choose one, and yeah. You know, if you so, want, you can start. Yeah,
0: <laughs> if I want, we can start. Yeah. We have it also done with yeah. uh, the Academy, so he has once a month this, uh, a podcast that say, hey, what's new in completely Office 365? So all the new things he put together, and therefore as also, the people had on one slide. He says, "Okay, you can have uh, a question." So so many questions comes comes from all the people around uh, Germany. The, the questions are in German, but we has to have to to say yes. Uh, sometimes it's not so easy to to say, "Okay, we do not want in deeply," and yeah. also for the timelines, it's not the problem if you say we cannot talk about that, because we know. Th- Talk lines, sometimes the people know it's about technique and the people know also that behind the scene it's not like the old Slack one where you have one part now you have to integrate for external in the past. Uh, although for SharePoint, also for Exchange and all this stuff. And sometimes it's it was that was my bad thing um, but we don't have to talk about it. Um, that we announce something that will come and it takes three months, take six months, nine months. So that's not a good thing because, yes, people has to, and the engineers has to know, although a little bit one, what's it's in real time, plus minus a, a quarter or something.
3: Yeah, I, I guess be, even before we get in that question, one of, the, one of the things that's good to know is that in the past, when we had on-prem products, we would ship on a three-year schedule, right? And so you would have to wait, and, and we would ship, and if it didn't make it, then it might in another three years. So it's great that we're in Office 365 where we can ship things much more frequently, mm-hmm. but it also means that we have to make sure that we're ready to ship. And by ready to ship doesn't mean that we just have the feature available. It means that we have the support, we have the documentation, that we know that it's going to make it out to different languages, that it's going to be scalable, that uh, we've had enough feedback. And and there have been some things that have slipped, but many of those are because we learned something that we wanted to make sure that we adjusted it before we shipped it and we got it out to the public.
2: Yeah, quality right. is important. Yeah.
3: So while yeah. uh, we well, well go out there and we try and put dates and we try and, and meet those dates, if we don't meet it, it's, it's because we're, we're making sure that it's right before we get sent out. Okay. So for
1: making these process understandable for our attendees, how it works? They know, okay, there are any previews or like this? and. How it works. The product <coughs> and then it goes in alpha, better, preview, and then GA, or...?
3: Yeah, so, um, in, specifically yeah. for teams, we have uh, rings of deployment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have rings in which it's just engineering and, uh, hey, we're mocking this up and we're seeing how it's working, we're ready to take it beyond our specific team, and then we get feedback and telemetry, and then we take it into a larger ring of engineering. And a larger ring of uh, TAP audience. Uh, TAP stands for Technology Adoption Program. Larger out to Microsoft. And each of these, progressively, we get more telemetry. We get more feedback. We're able to go and adjust and and react upon that feedback. And it's not until we have that, until we have support in place and that we have plans for, you know, we've had accessibility checks and everything else, that it makes it out to the general ring, which is ring four. Which is um, ironic because even though we have four rings, then we have ring 1.5 and 3.9 and everything else. <laughs> so th- there, there are multiple places in which we get that validation before it actually makes it out. Um, and, and we do have programs in which uh, customers, um, uh, we do get customer feedback uh, before we actually ship out to everyone. So it's not just internal to Microsoft and Redmond culture, but we have people around the world testing this in many different areas to make sure that we have that scalability.
2: Yeah, and testing, including finding bugs, right? Sometimes we may think something's good to go, and, and even it, you know, feedback is important, yes, and how does it work, but um, especially being able to have other people external to us who are actually finding those bugs is really important because we don't, we don't want to send something out and, and mm-hmm. have something going wrong.
0: During my preparation for my uh, session tomorrow, I make a rehearsal with the Indian regional director and during that I find a bug. It was global. (laughs) So sometimes they fix it, but anyway. Mm -hmm. Could be.
1: So I think one of the most important questions, and Things the user want to have is private channels. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, it's
2: what? Yeah. when does that? it come? Yes. People are excited.
3: Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm oh. glad, I'm glad that we're having this conversation today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's. Oh, you working at the booth? I, I know. Yeah. We, we meet on the booth. So, um, oh, is the the customer you talk with or the adu customer. Is there another feature that they want to have. Or, For my customers, and always, if we meet people (laughs) on this ignited was every time private channels, private channels, private channels, Uh, some calling features. um, But private channels is one of these
3: big things, like, yeah. I think it. Well, and and I I would say, as we were just talking about products and timelines and when we want to get out and everything else, um, private channels is one of those ones that we wanted to have out before. Um, and, and we had actually sent out an that it was coming out. And, and we, we ran into some stuff that we wanted to make sure that we had it right before it went out. We wanted to make sure that, uh, you know, we lived up to our promises of trust in certain areas. And so it did delay us a little bit as we resolved a couple of things. But the good news is that here at Ignite, we were able to say that it is rolling out this week. And it will be available. In fact, um,
2: it is available. Ma- ma- yeah,
3: many people were coming up yeah. To, to, yeah. The, um, uh, to, to the booth and saying, hey, I see the admin control for this. When am I going to get it in my tenant? Uh, and I have seen on Twitter that it is showing up in people's yeah. tenants yeah. Uh, as we speak. So. Yeah.
1: so private channels, a little bit introduction for mm-hmm. you. The people can create a sharing channel or a normal channel and they can create a private channel. So the private channel is...
3: Yeah, so a private channel is a space that you can have for a subset of your overall team members to collaborate. Um, And what it allows you to do is to make sure that you can have a security boundary on the conversations that happen, uh, the files that are shared within that channel, and also the apps that are brought into it. Um, So uh, a very good example of how this is used is, let's say I have a departmental-based team that has uh, all the different people who are in the team, but there may may need to be a place where managers can have a conversation about um, managerial stuff, uh, leadership-type stuff, uh, planning pre-announcements, where they can use a private channel and understand that they will... That other members of the team won't even know that that channel exists. They won't have access to any of that space, so that they can they can talk in in that manner. It doesn't always have to be a sensitive manner, right? Um, but it allows you to really scope who is allowed um, uh, into that a- area of conversation.
0: Can we convert it from a private channel to a normal? Channel?
3: Unfortunately, no. You you have to de- you have to declare it as a private channel when you create it. Um, and then I also saw some feedback earlier today of someone wanting to take a private channel and make it a regular channel. Unfortunately, that's not a capability right now. Yeah,
2: One of the ways that I used it recently uh, while it was still in preview was I had a the airlift going on for Microsoft Teams. And so within the airlift team that we had set up, we had multiple channels for various things. Um, we did it in two cities. So every, each city had their own area. We had an area for a schedule and uh, a fun stuff channel, but I created a private channel for speakers, and that allowed us to have everybody going to the uh, airlift, cha- or excuse me, the airlift team uh, for everything, so that we didn't have another team set up somewhere, or you know some. A random airlift channel in another team somewhere with all the yep. speakers. I wanted everybody to con- continue going to the airlift team, but have a, a place where the speakers could put their decks in advance yep. and communicate with one another. We could make sure they all knew what was going on, uh, and that was very useful in that in that case.
0: It looks out. Like sometimes it's like a security function, yeah. Without mm-hmm. technical, mm-hmm. it's easy.
1: Yeah, I, we we got a question. This. Surrounding for out of uh, the Edu <laughs> environment, uh, one of the teachers I talked with and they, they told me, okay, it could be a good solution for you have a team for the class mm-hmm. with different channels, and in these private channels the teachers can talk to each other, and the students don't see what they talk or what they said. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the material and all the. What do you think? Do
3: you have questions or Uh, discussions about
1: it in in schools? We we
3: do see that. Actually, the use case that I see more often come up within schools and specifically within the classroom (laughs) is if I have a a class of, let's say, 30 people and I have group projects of three to four people and I want them to be able to work in that project, but I don't want them to have visibility of what's happening between the other groups as they're working. Mm Rather than going and creating another space, you can create a, a, a channel for each of those teams, bring the appropriate members of them into that, and then they have that collaboration space where they can work and do it, and the um, the teacher can still be a member of that, and they can see what's happening across all the other teams, yes. but yet students don't get to see what other students are doing in, in the same project.
2: Yeah, so mm-hmm. because it is uh, your files also, then they can upload their documents mm-hmm. and their powerpoints or their whatever it is that they're working on together too that's cool
1: yeah that's we have same discussion with the all of the guys out of the business Said okay for A process for legal things for uh, i'm the manager and with my uh, uh, vice manager and vice president we can talk uh, in these private channels so much so often uh, we have discussion, okay, create a private channel, create a new team or using a next uh, Yammer network uh, group or whatever community sorry we call it community today <laughs> um, and all of these things that's um, I think we will see what happened uh, if we have one hundred private channels <laughs> in one team next time because they want to create silos and that's one of these things. Yeah,
3: I, I, I caution yeah. people against creating those silos. There yeah. are times in which you do want to have that <laughs> private space like your scenario with speakers. Yeah. yeah. But it, I I don't I caution people against saying, hey, I'm gonna have a private channel where just my team is talking about these other things mm-hmm. because of the value of working out in the open of maybe Mm -hmm. needing to reach across channels but still within the same team to engage someone in a conversation or get their opinion. Uh, And so I I think that as everything there's a balance uh, between when you want to have it um, and and, and certainly there is quite a bit of value of that working out in the open and engaging other work streams in, in what you're discussing.
2: Yeah, I mean it's a new way of working working out loud in Microsoft Teams and I think For some people that are new to Teams, it's a little bit scary. You're putting yourself out there. It's like you're inviting everybody to your meeting, in a sense. Um, But, you know, I'll tell you, for me personally, it's just been a huge benefit for me working. I, I work from home. Nick works from home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so, you, me. yeah. Me too. And so <laughs> many people are now, you know, yeah. but when you don't go into an office every day and you're not part of those hallway conversations and just kind of hearing what people are up to that just naturally happens when you're in a shared workspace... It's nice to be able to have that online shared workspace where you can see those conversations yeah. and it gives you a lot more context about things that you're working on, even if it's not something you directly have action about or anything, You see what's going on with different teams. And that's been a tremendous value for me, making connections with people, finding out who's doing what. It's great.
1: That's... that's brings us to another question in combination please <laughs> uh, we have a question uh, from one of our users uh, Oliver say hello hello, hello Oliver um, they ask us okay uh, when I have to use a channel or a one-to-one chat or a group chat group or um, that's often I said okay how to start and in my opinion we start often with a, with a group chat or with a yeah. chat and then we switch to a team or we want to convert it to a team or like this. So, you so know what I, I mean? It's, yeah, it's, yeah,
3: I, I mean, I, as I'm working with customers, there's yeah. there's lots of customers at different stages in their team's maturity. Yeah. And one of the first questions you always <laughs> get is, okay, when do I use private chat and group chat? When do I create a team? When yes. do I create a channel? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and the way that I, I often explain it is that I apologize for the very dictionary definition of this, but I like to think of a team as a collection of people working to achieve a shared goal, okay? So that shared goal could be uh, education within a classroom. Mm -hmm. It could be a committee that is working on something. It could be a department. It could be something that spans departments. But essentially, it is the collection of people that you want to have in order to achieve some sort of goal. Some of these will be teams that persist for a long time, especially if they're departmental-based. Some may spin up for the purpose of a project and then and then go through the lifecycle and end. <clears throat> so that helps me to decide what the context of how I want to have a team for. But then when I think about channels within a team, I think about what are the different topics of frequent conversation or different work streams, right? Because I don't want to spin up too many channels where if it's, oh, okay, this is... I wanna ask people, what are you gonna have lunch for Tuesday, and that's that—that's a thread, right? But if I have a work stream that maybe, um, uh, here's the marketing component, or here's the technical component, or here's the budget component, then I know that that's a place where I can go and I can find the conversations or files there, and it allows me to very contextualize, and it also allows me, as the user, to subscribe and say, I wanna be notified about what happens in these things, but I don't necessarily need to be notified or see that there's activity happening in these other channels that I'm not necessarily concerned about as much.
0: Mm. Naming conventions are always yeah. a thing we have in Germany, same discussion.
1: In connection to this, <laughs> yeah. we have uh, two other questions. I, want, I think we, we start with the, with the the first one. We talked about communication, about channels, one-to-one chats and all of this, and uh, one of our attendees asked, "Okay, how long we will have Outlook and emails?" <laughs> so I think that's one of the questions you discussed also with with your customer, uh, with uh, all of the customers, with the EDU, the Edu team. We discussed right. it in the MVP channel, mm-hmm. Okay, it's it's better to to send me ch- uh, chat voice, via Teams, than an email. And at first, I'm I'm involving in my daily work, so. Mm. I don't look at the outlook at first so when I wake up in the morning I have a look in deeps. <laughs> so um, more people said, Okay, hey, is it the the world is switching to a chat based world? And uh, there are also some some people that said I'm a little bit afraid because chat is very fast and we can't find the information we, we typed yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think oh, <laughs> yeah, it's
3: it's, it's it's a different so, so I, Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah different no, no, I, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with you. I well, mean, the nature of work is changing. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, um, yeah. And so part of the reason why we have this is because as people are entering the workforce, this is the way that they've chosen that they want to communicate. Some people don't want to use email at all. Yeah, yeah but uh, and, and so as people go through, yes, I check Teams, but because I coordinate with all my people within mm-hmm. Teams. Uh, with all of my colleagues, but that doesn't mean that I've stopped using email, or that I will ever stop using email, because I still have you know people outside my organization, or people who are doing that, or people who are um, you know sending me registrations for Ignite. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Email is not going to go away. Outlook's not going to go away. There are the the concepts of. Your active collaboration, your inner loop, your outer loop, and and how uh, you're able to converse across organizational and and other boundaries. So while you may see that you prefer to go to one for your first communications, there are still going to be reasons for that other modality, and and email is going to persist.
2: But one of the things that we announced at Ignite is the integration with Outlook. Right.
3: Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. we're we're bringing the two together uh, that makes it easier to to share information. Yeah,
2: yeah. you're in your your workspace. You know, your workspace is Teams in this case, and and it's nice to have those other applications brought in, and that goes for, you know, of course, Outlook being announced, Mm -hmm. but, you know, there's so many applications that you can bring in, and at Microsoft, we've got some really good ways of uh, incorporating everything into the team's client there's even apps for yeah. finding the the menu of the cafeteria when you're on campus or you know finding a shuttle to get you from building to building those things that you used to have to do uh going to an external tool like a order site or approving po's you know all of those things now can be implemented and um you know, apps can and bots can be built to have all of that work done in your workspace in Teams, which is yeah. really cool.
0: Oh, we have the Icebreaker.
1: Yeah, yeah the, the Icebreaker
2: app. Yeah, we're using that.
0: <laughs> so, so there is a yeah. question from Lars Küster, who about integration. What about the integration of Kaisala?
2: <laughs> what about it? <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, Do you use
2: Kaisala next?
3: Uh, I have installed it at one point. I haven't used it that much. I
2: actually <laughs> use it. Um, yeah, there's some people that use it on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've got WeChat, Kaizala and there's you know, different, different products that are doing that kind of more just chat-based. I, mean, I truly use it just for chat with just a handful of people. Or if we're at uh, an event like mm-hmm. uh, MVP Summit, sometimes, you know, I get invites Beautiful. to join a... Yeah. Kaizala chat and and that's fun. Um, you know, it the difference I see there with Teams is it's it can be a lot of noise. It's just a massive chat. Whereas it's like opening if you were to open a group chat, same thing in Teams. Mm-hmm. It would just be a lot of noise if you had a hundred people in it. You know, uh, so kind of wading through that. The benefit of of Teams um, is of course if you have a hundred people. In a team, mm-hmm. then you can, you know, fine-tune those conversations and have more organized communication as opposed to just one humongous um, chat. But I know that, um, you know, there's been requests to, you know, you know, we need guys all in team integration, and I know that that's something that people are looking for. But
0: have to wait.
1: yeah, that's right. One question we got two or three times is. Uh, that's also one of these things we have when we are working on an airplane. And have no internet connection, for example. Like this, Ooh, is, not always. It's one of the user voice requested with offline work with Microsoft Teams. I think that's one of the things you often heard. And you uh, see "Okay, if I open my app, for example, on this conference, not every time we have very good internet. We see it in front of. <laughs> <laughs> we see it in front of this podcast. We are searching for a website and." The internet connection was away, so we have customers that okay, especially also in Germany and Europe, we don't have internet connection, and very well internet connection everywhere, um, the wishes <coughs> with offline work or what can we do today, or do you have these challenges too?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we do have the challenges. It's it's um, requests that we've we've heard. I mean. Yeah. As you, you yourself said that there's a, a lot out there on um, user voice. Uh, yeah. I, I would say that there are certain challenges, uh, but we have some very, very smart engineers within Microsoft who are looking into what what can be done in those scenarios.
2: Yeah, that's something that I think so many of us who, who travel, and you're right with the, the Internet connection, we see that, but it's definitely um, something that, that we hear a lot and that we're, we're tracking.
0: Hmm.
1: The first hint is, for example, use the OneDrive client with the connected SharePoint site. So yeah, yeah. yeah, why not? It, it you won't. have the documents, okay? You have the chats and all of this, but you have the Shift app and all of this. So um, yeah, we'll but, see what happened, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's a good, good, good thing. Yeah, um, that, that's actually
2: yeah. a really good segue into um, you know making sure that everybody knows where we do capture feedback. And I don't yeah. know mm-hmm. if yeah. that's something that everybody knows, but uh, we have a tool called User Voice, which is where we capture all of the product feedback from everybody globally. That's our public uh, way to to capture feedback. And so if you do have an idea of something or a scenario you're trying to meet or want to see what other people are asking for and add your vote to that or add your scenario to that ask, it's definitely something that we want to hear about. We meet with our engineering teams, all the feature teams on a monthly basis, and and. Help them to triage that feedback and prioritize it, and that's how they make decisions on what they're working on next. Mm-hmm. And so, Pri- and
1: private channels was one. Of private these channels was number user one yeah. user yeah. voice
2: for so long. So yeah. yeah, we nixed that one and on to the next. But um, yeah. yeah, it is um, a.k.a. dot slash teams feedback. So that's where where you go to see what's out there and um, and you know see what you want to add. Um, we do listen to
3: it. So.
0: Another question from, we have no name, okay. Uh, Does we have a team integration of Outlook Web Access in form of calendar? And calendar, we know we have a little bit problem where we are in Nantes and want to have with a different time zone for here, uh, this event. That was a little bit critical. In Outlook, you have three possible
1: yeah, different time, time zones. zones you right. Different time zones. There is so possible to do
0: that. So now we were outside and, and all this, we have problems to have to schedule this event. You remember that. Yeah. That is also a question. Therefore, people also say, hey, what we have in Outlook Web Access or an Outlook uh, about calendaring are there any investments we will have in the future?
2: You know, I'm just going to be honest. I didn't even know that in Outlook you could have the three time zones listed there on mm-hmm. the on the left hand side until this week. Uh, so that was very exciting, and I like that. But, um,
1: so, for you know. example, uh, we built a power app with it. <laughs> we created an application for calendar for example and we have a big calendar change in the, in the last two weeks in teams yes, i think that was a big problem ago, there was a big change of calendar view and it's more like the outlook calendar and mm-hmm. for different times of the problem was yeah.
0: also that we are in the summertime yeah. and then we have in germany yeah. we have uh, well, uh, a uh, winter time and you have yeah. it here on the weekend
1: so
3: yeah. yeah yeah certainly i i used to lead a international team in which when you know Austria would change their time zone before we did and then Denmark was behind, there would always be like two periods of a month in which no one was sure exactly what time our team meeting was because it was different. Yeah, I everyone. think
2: the last two weeks we had a little, yeah. little yeah. bit of that.
3: Cool.
1: Can we say that you have a favorite announcement of Microsoft Teams or is it all...
2: Well, I have my favorite. My, I mean, yeah, yeah, I think you know, private channels. So we don't have to, yeah. you know, track that one <laughs> anymore. Is great, but my actual favorite, um, favorite feature is the multi-window, right? The ability yeah. to pop <laughs> things out. and yeah. um, That's so useful because when you're in a meeting, now you can, you know, pop out a chat and have have that going on along the side and still, mm-hmm. you know, pay attention to your meeting or be in the meeting full screen, see the video full screen. That's that's probably the most useful thing for me that I've been most excited about so
1: you can for example as an example we chat together and you can put this chat window mm-hmm. out of
3: teams and put it for example on the second screen
2: right yeah. mm-hmm. yes cool
3: yeah, I, w- I would say the meeting capability of that <laughs> is it, popping out the meeting Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I use quite a bit Um I'm actually, uh, I'm going to cheat, and I'm going to use two of them. Okay. Because this is, uh, I'm representing an EDU uh, audience here. Um, One is we've had lots of uh, EDU customers who've been asking for a Linux client. Yeah. Uh, Oh, oh, yeah. So, you know, computer science uh, in education, lots of people are are using Linux. And so um, lots of people are very, very excited about that. Um, The second one is that, uh, especially as we work with... um, lots of customers who need to assign different sets of policies to student users than they would faculty and staff, is that we also announced that we're going to have the ability to assign policies via group membership, which relieves a lot of the stress that's on IT admins today of making sure that students get the right policies and uh, and, and faculty and staff get different policies. So that's going to be a huge one for, uh, for education customers and one that I know a lot of them have been asking for for quite a while. So I'm, I'm excited to go and, and tour that and, and show people how to configure it.
1: I I'm also one of the Ubuntu guys. <laughs> uh, and and I love the feature, for example, in Hyper-V, you can go uh, fast creating a virtual machine and you have Ubuntu in 20 minutes or 10 minutes contact to your bandwidth. <laughs> but in, in t- 10 to 20 minutes, so... Um, I don't know exactly, can we talk about the (laughs) the Linux client? There's a Linux client for for every distribution, I don't know, Um, but it's only announced. There's a Linux client, a native Linux client. Right. um, Yeah, yeah, so you're not having to go and
3: and launch the uh, Chrome Chrome browser browser, and then bring it up. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of feedback we got from there was that they wanted to make sure that they always had the client running, that they were getting the pop-ups and... and, uh, and while we brought a lot of new capabilities into Chrome from yeah, a, yeah. a video and audio perspective, um, they wanted to make sure that they had that first-class experience. Um, I know that we've we've developed packages that can be deployed in in, in DB or RPM formats. Um, I'm not familiar on all the different uh, flavors of Linux that we've tested on, so I'm sure that as that releases and as it goes in preview. We'll have a lot more documentation in terms of yeah, words, but the, the important thing is we get what. So yes. For example, for all of the
1: development departments, they're using Ubuntu, for example. They are so, yeah. They, for, at first, they they love the sharing screen features. Yeah. You, you added some months before into the Chrome browser yes. for Linux, and now they get a client that they can work. So, it's it's a good it's a good story. For example, it's a competitor with Slack. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what it is you. Um, I work for a customer. They, they are using Teams for all of the department instead of the development department because they, there's no Linux client. Um, now they can switch and say, okay.
3: Y- you yeah. know, I, I, you reminded me of a story that I heard yeah. this week that um, that I just loved. <laughs> And that is uh, we were talking with a customer that we were asking them about how they're doing on their Teams journey, (laughs) uh, where they're seeing it. And uh, believe it or not, they said that their departments with high numbers of Mac users have been the ones who have been driving Teams usage. Because they went out and they found out that the Teams client was um, uh, the same as what it was on the others. And it's what they've been asking for for so long. Yeah. that those those users were going around telling everyone else to use Teams, and they basically converted their departments into Teams departments because of the, the quality of the Teams client on Mac. And so hopefully something similar happens here with Linux. Thank you a, very much. Yes.
0: I have a question yeah. it's, we can answer, or you can answer. We don't have the specialists here. <laughs> Will we have a sync button directly in Teams that we not have to go? Sync what? Sync. M- my face, time.
1: my. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, for, no data. For, for data. For data, yeah. for SharePoint or what? Yes.
0: We have it. You have it all? No, yeah, yeah. Sometimes. It's not in all tenants there, but we will have it.
3: Yeah, I, I see the too. announcement. I, so I, I, I yeah. believe that was an announcement yeah. that was made last week for yeah. SharePoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it may have gotten kind of lost in all the news that we, that we made yeah. at, at Ignite. But yeah, there, there are additional SharePoint-type capabilities coming into the Teams client. Uh, and one of those is that you can sync directly from Teams. Cool. That was this cool. question. Then
0: we have one that's easy, a little bit technical. Uh, do we have got an API for presence and call events?
3: Good question. <laughs> that that <laughs> is a good question. Next question. Yeah, I haven't been all that connected to the uh, app dev. I believe uh, the answer level.
2: is no to that yeah. question, but okay. as far as when, uh, that's, I, we don't have the answer.
0: So the, the question comes from Oliver Adel, a friend of mine. Yes. The, the issue is that you have to see. My wife comes in the corner and talks. And if I have a light that's yeah. connected with mm-hmm. Skype for Business, mm-hmm. then you see it's red. And she knows it red is not to talk to me. Mm-hmm. I listen. Because sometimes you listen yeah. only and do not have to talk and all this stuff. So at the end, in the evening, in our time, that's your morning time and have a webcast or something else. So she also comes and looks for this light. And yep. therefore, you need an API. Yeah, 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 it's a, bit right of a big, big, big ask. Yeah. And uh, as a typical theoretical thing uh, do we will have uh, a lifecycle management for teams?
3: That's a very open-ended yeah. question. Yeah, that, that, that's a huge question. <laughs>
2: oh, it sounds yeah. like you have your topic for the yeah. next. So, yeah,
3: event. for the next uh, 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 <laughs> Definitely. D- yeah. d- d- there is one thing that I yeah. want to make sure that, that we share because this was also uh, announced recently. Yeah. Um, and because I, I realize that not everyone has access to the Office 360 t- 365 Admin Center. Admin Center, is that uh, we do have the ability for admins to configure expiration policies on Teams. Yeah that before would define a time period. And as you reach the end of that time period, um, team owners would be prompted with a, would you like to renew the team? They would renew would restart that clock. Um, But it would always, as you got down to that clock, it would ask them. Uh, And so one of the things that we have added in that is now available is that as we get closer to that time period, if we see activity in the team, Mm -hmm. we don't even prompt the team owner, we just automatically renew it
2: which so. is so nice because so, yeah, people get yeah. confused sometimes and they see that like what, what does this mean what am I supposed to do so
3: right so that. now that. When, when people are getting that, that do you still want this team it's because we haven't detected activity and it's hit that time period mm-hmm. so. yeah
1: yeah. The, yeah that's all investments in, in life cycle it's the same we see archiving uh, last year, I think, you added yes. Microsoft Teams, and also, yeah, we talked about retention policies for chat. There was also an announcement, uh, I think, yesterday, I, I heard it, and I, I read it, and yeah. we talked about it, like, Nick, on, on a booth, um, that uh, you can um, use the retention policies and, uh, for one day. Yes. So, you can say, it, okay, retention for one day, and... Away. Yeah, I,
3: you would think such a simple change, but yeah. that took a lot of work. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. so we've yeah. had lots of people yeah. ask about yeah. that, and, and uh, we're glad that we're able to deliver on that for people. Yeah. So we, we can't talk about all of
1: the announcements for right. the Microsoft team. It's a bunch <laughs> of announcements. So I think we talked about the top five or top six. Top six. Yeah. That's also the top six for our communities. Um. um for me, you you don't order the coffee before, so... <laughs>
2: yeah, we forgot that's our coffee. I'm yeah, still wondering when that's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, I did, so, did yeah. want to
2: say, too, that, you know, the blog is located in our yeah. tech community. So, that's aka.ms slash Teams community. And that's where all of our blogs are. So, any of the big announcements and... Uh, you know, the Ignite, of course, the Ignite announcements and what's coming. But also, if anybody missed um, any of the sessions, if you're not, you know, if your listeners are not here um, and, and want to listen in, if people were here and, and want to see what they missed, all the sessions were recorded. But then we also um, have had MVPs blogging throughout the week. And so yep. that's kind of the what we call cliff notes or the summaries of of those sessions are there, so uh, they can definitely view that in the event blog within that that, yeah. that community.
1: You remember me? I have to write one in German <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or two or yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, oh, but, but this is great. So we like, have. Blog posts from different MVPs with with different views on the (laughs) on the on the sessions and in different languages. It was very fun. I talked to someone from from China and said, "Okay, we had the blog post in the native language and a different view of the same session I'm attend." And it was a great discussion to see how different cultures meet here Mm tonight and how different languages and and often you need someone right beside you in the sessions. Go, oh great you working for example for, for Fujitsu in, in Japan for, for Siemens in Russia and, um, so if you see we yeah we we are a big community here. Or it's 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 feel like a community, or yeah,
2: and that's really yeah. the intent of why we have the MVPs writing those blogs yeah. too. Because you know, Microsoft, we can we can sure summarize our sessions, no problem. But that's still coming from our voice. And what's really important is that the community is hearing from the community too. Yeah. And it's a good way for you to share not only in your native language, but also for you to share from your point of view, from a customer, from a user, from from somebody that doesn't work at Microsoft building the product, right? And so it's been really useful, I think, for people to get that perspective as well.
1: So after after the long week, um, what do you do after this week? <laughs> A flight to Paris or, or you have holiday for, for some days for, for your feed yeah, relaxing? I, and, I'm uh, currently
3: looking at my inbox and my yeah. team's on count. <laughs> and uh, the, the amount airplanes. of things yeah. <laughs> amount of things that I have due tomorrow yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, I'm going to be going back trying to catch up on that maybe make it to the attendee party, hoping to yeah. uh, but I've also chosen to uh, take a very early flight so I can be back in my office and yeah. probably have a full day at home working So tomorrow. you work more, <laughs> and yes. no relaxed time Yeah, well I'm, I'm looking forward to getting home and seeing the family okay. uh, yeah, it, right. uh, When you come to these conferences often you have to leave a day early and you come back a day later and uh, and that's the thing I'm most looking forward to.
1: Yeah, and attendee party is a good, that's a good uh, point. Where's the attendee party? More
2: walking. <laughs> more, <laughs> more walking, more walking,
1: yeah. But where? We, we have a lot of parks here. That's it, Universal
2: yeah. Studios. Yeah. Ooh. So Universal Studios, yeah.
1: It looks like we have the Ignite attendee, and they go to Universal Studios, and they have two, the two parks with Harry Potter and all of this for their own. It, yes.
2: It's completely yeah. reserved for only attendees from Ignite. Whoa. In fact, you yeah. have to use your badge yeah. to the get Rose in. The rows are
0: not so long. I
2: <laughs> oh, but yeah. how many people are at Ignite? There's 30,000. 30,000 30, people. So, you know, 30,000 people yeah. at yeah. Universal Studios is yeah. significant. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's really neat. They have street performers and, you know, at nighttime. It's, it's really fun.
1: And I heard you can win some fast passes at some Microsoft booths. So I know
2: I heard something about a gold star a gold or something stars. like that. You get yeah, two yeah. Hours it was at early. the
1: Microsoft 65 booth I worked, oh. and they get gold stars, and with the gold stars, got three fast pass rides. But I was there last year; it was a fast pass. You don't. Yeah. You only go to the roller coaster go in go out and I wait five minutes all like this so uh, I, so I yes. actually
3: came down this summer with my yeah. family and went to Universal Studios and I paid for the fast pass. So I know <laughs> yeah. the Okay, money. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good yeah. Okay.
0: He's driving yeah. home. Yeah. yeah. And you?
2: I am I'm yeah, I am excited to get home too. You know, I just uh, in addition to my two kids whom I love dearly and miss tremendously, I also just got a puppy. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see that little furball and, and just get home and have some time to relax. I, after these big events, I always get a massage. Uh, because, you know, standing a lot and, and you're just, your whole body's just kind of tweaked, I guess, from walking and standing. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my plan is to get a massage.
0: You?
1: I have three days for relaxing here in Orlando. and oh, then back. But I get customer calls. they come on Monday. You can do it <laughs> we on pay your day. flight, and I can, you come on Monday. I said, no, "No, no, I need three days relaxing, and then um, Then back to work, and then yeah, we have November, middle end of November, Then we have Christmas time. Yes, it is coming up. So mm. it's, it's coming up. I More hope you have all of your gifts. Ignite. Gifts. If, if, if not, we have some. We will some buy them at Disney. Tonight, socks huh? or SharePoint socks. <laughs> or
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. I have to go... No, you know, Ignite is Ignite in Orlando. But I have only two times or two days uh, for relaxing or chat lagging. Um, and then I have to go to the next Ignite.
2: On it's tour. Ignite to tour. On tour, yeah. we have got Paris. Ignite the tour is kicking off in, what, 31 cities this yeah. year. Yes. huge,
1: yeah. And it stopped next, next week.
0: week. Yeah. Start next week.
2: But then I'll see you again yeah. in Paris in only yeah. Yeah. a couple more yeah. weeks yeah. after that. So. List, yeah.
0: And you open Chapman Conference?
2: Um, no, our Modern Not Workplace.
0: Modern Workplace, yeah. You that's can't okay. keep
2: track, you've got so, so much going on.
0: Yeah.
3: So, a lot of so many conferences. conferences. Yeah, well, I yeah. know I, I get home tomorrow, uh, and then I have to fly out Tuesday back to New York City for an EDU summit. So I think we all, it's the life so, we yeah, all live. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> what always. we
1: choose and what we love. Hey, yeah, sharing exactly. our knowledge, right? So, oh, shit there's a waiter and we want to, we want to pay what we're, okay, <laughs> we, haven't we, we okay haven't bought something we don't have we wait and wait and wait and not, yeah. no one no one, no one at all so <laughs> for me thank you very very much I'm <coughs> and very honored that you are here well thank and, you for having us and talking about different challenges questions and uh, what the community and audience outside of this room um yeah asking for and uh, yeah in this room we don't know if it's dark outside if it's rain it's
2: it's like being in Vegas yeah
1: it's <laughs> like being in Vegas yeah we will mm-hmm. we'll see so thank you very much Nick thank you very much Laurie for all of your time and uh, yeah that you've been here
2: thank you and so thank much and thank you for Hans, Hans? Yeah. I have
0: yep. to say <laughs> I do it in German Dankeschön yeah. for the vielen Antworten thank you for all the answers
1: thank you very much thank so, you
3: thank have a safe
1: trip home you too, you too.